0: a global coworking and conference community. We've had our fingers on the pulse of coworking since 2012, and we've connected thousands of operators, both in person and online. On the Juicy Podcast, we talk with the people making it happen day in and day out. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Liz Elam, and I have Patrice Camu with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Liz. Good to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Patrice not only was a volunteer at Juicy in 2016, but she also launched a co-working space, which is what we totally want to happen when people come to Juicy. Yes. They get inspired and they're like, I can do this for sure. Yeah, I think um, while we are in a
1: co-work space now, that's what we were when we opened. And it was imperative for me to immerse myself in that juicy experience, obviously to meet people, but just to learn. Cause that was, I had, you can hear all the podcasts, you can read all the articles, but at some point you're going to have to be with people who are doing it, Mm. have those conversations, have those questions sparked. So no, it was, it was great.
0: (laughs) Yay. I'm so glad that makes me feel so good. Well, enough about me. Let's talk about you. So how are you not your business? How are you personally?
1: You know what? That is such a good question. I'm good right now. I just left the gym and and that always just kind of helps me, whew, you know, get the toxins out, get the stress out. But I think I'm in a space of just, you know, when you know something big is going to happen, and you and you feel all the great things happening in your business, mm-hmm. you're supposed to feel happy about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I feel nervous. I feel scared. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I can't say I've ever. I think the last time I felt like this was when we had our grand opening four years ago. Mm. So this is an interesting place. I know it's all good. Like, I know it's all for the good, um, but just, you know, being an entrepreneur, having a brick and mortar, there's just so many parts of the puzzle. And now I'm starting to think about how do we grow, you know, four <laughs> years in, it's time to, it's time to take it up a notch. And that, that is an interesting conversation and just all the bunch of stuff I didn't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I hear you and I feel you and, you know, people don't realize being an entrepreneur is like one of the scariest things you can do like it's easier to like bungee jump over a ravine as far as like you just have to live in uncomfortable yep yep. and nobody's going to tell you you're doing a good job you you got to pull all of that from yourself Mm -hmm. and it's like it's a really hard thing and i think it's so cool that we're recording this on international women's day yes yes yeah i love that (laughs) because you know here we are another other, you know, woman who is just bootstrapping her way and doing it by sheer freaking force of nature. Yeah. And I think, Bravo. You're
1: it, thank you. And I, you're, you can probably speak to this when you're in it. It's very hard to take that bird's eye view and see what you've done. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's why conversations like this are important because it just, it helps you take yourself out of it and just Talk to someone else who has mm-hmm. you know, built a movement, and um, mm-hmm. and just kind of take yourself out the weeds, even if for a second, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm glad you're doing well. It sounds like you're in a place to change, and we'll get more to that. But like, how um, how's your business doing? The business is doing great.
1: I I'm charging myself, however, thank you, with a doubling revenue this yeah, year. do it. i have never charge myself with that before, but that's what needs to happen. So, so business is great. People are using the space. And so when we opened in 2016, 2018, while I was on the journey for two years, it took me two years of having pop-up co-work days. Going
0: to events. Let me tell you, I thought about co-working for 10 years before I wow. actually started a co-working space. Wow. It takes time. Wow.
1: It, it's Aside from it being a concept that people just, I can imagine how people just hadn't a clue what you were talking about. <laughs> no, it's no idea. <laughs> like, what? Um, and then once once you can buy in, once you build the community, then you have to build a space, all of the things. So open as a co-work space. It was great. Right. Mm -hmm. However, people were booking it on evenings and weekends for photo shoots, video shoots to create content. And it just made sense financially Mm -hmm. Kind of pivot. And it all worked because I'll tell you, we pivoted and the announcement was in the first week in March of 2020. Mm. And we all know what happened after that. And while I was nervous that content creators and, and entrepreneurs would not come back into the space, to shoot. I knew that people working would not come back into the space. It's just not not our audience. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy we made that pivot to go to to provide that space, still focusing on small business owners and entrepreneurs, but we're more so now a space where you can just create all the marketing content that you need. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. I think I used to call myself Pivot Patrice because I would just change
0: mm-hmm. oh,
1: <laughs> But so far, so good. So far, so good. I do miss, though, I do miss our co-work members. Um, but I will say, thankfully, or not thankfully, I think, while they were in the space, even before the pandemic, a good number of them were able to transition out into their own work. Mm-hmm. And that was a good thing. I'm like, no, if, if you were able to use the space to build the foundation and and have a home and then get it right while you were working here, the next step is to find your own
0: space. So... So I'm happy about that. So did your business like fall off dramatically due to COVID or did it stay pretty stable?
1: So we stayed, um, we were closed all of March, all of April. We opened back up mid-May. And you know we were so the the space now when people rent it they only they're the only people there right mm-hmm. so it's it's private it's safe it's clean so there was never an issue of being around other people mm-hmm. we had you know all the cleaning supplies we had all the PPP so not PPP we had all those you know the protective things yeah. so aside from those two and a half months of not being open and I had a I was side hustling and so that money was paying for the rent
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, we opened back up with. People ready to shoot because they didn't want to keep creating in their house.
0: Yeah,
1: I like I said, I thought they'd they'd already
0: shot everything in their house six
1: times, (laughs) and and then they didn't. They didn't. They were home with their kids and their spouses, and just the house was too chaotic to create. So they were itching to get back into a space where they could create. And then, so then we move into into June of 2020 when there's you know George Floyd, the unfortunate death, Mm -hmm. which. Then I do believe there's blessings in every single thing that happens. That moment right there put this unimaginable spotlight on Black women-owned businesses, Black-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. So now there's an entire new group of audience members who are seeking out studios owned by people that look like me. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made things, you know, go really great. And we've really just been trying to build the momentum off that ever since.
0: I love it. I love it. So you pivoted away from co-working into a space for people to create digital marketing tools. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Do you yep. think you'll ever pivot back to co-working? If I'm honestly, it's probably not. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard, and I'll tell you. And, and I, I was not the co work business management expert, right? Like, mm-hmm. I knew the bare, the bare minimum get them in here, take their monthly fee, provide them what they need. But people ask me this often when I talk about why I decided to make the change. Mm-hmm. There were two reasons. The first, financially, if I'm making 200 to 250 off of one co work member per month versus 100 at the time off of a, a content creator per hour Mm -hmm. you know it's just kind of doesn't doesn't make sense but then also I um in March of 2019 Nipsey Hussle passed away and he was somebody that I really learned a lot from Mm-hmm. And there was this thing of vertical integration where you can have multiple businesses, but they really should all talk and speak to one another. Mm-hmm. So when I thought about how, what I do as a publicist and a communications person, me having a podcast myself, like how, how can how can my business and my offerings, our service offerings really work intertwined with one another? And being a content studio just made more sense. You know, people come into the space for mm-hmm. an hour, as little as an hour for as long as all day. We've had huge production companies shoot. Bravo has come there before, so they're in there. They're using the space. They're shooting videos. They're shooting photos. They're shooting all the social media content. They're posting it, and then we save on all the marketing because we just take what they create.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: we don't have to pay photographers. We don't have to pay any of that. We take what they create, and then we use that in all of our marketing collateral, and then we can our our users or our customers can then speak to what the content experience the content creation experience is right so these are testimonials mm-hmm. they're posting it on their own social media pages which is then funneling people back we can we've we've had courses before we've had a membership before which is that recurring revenue piece mm-hmm. um, where photographers pay a flat rate to have pretty much unlimited access to the space so it just chain making that pivot just made a lot more sense when it came to getting as much, you know, juicing it as much as mm-hmm. you can, uh-huh. getting as much as you can, you know, out of out of that one customer.
0: Yeah, are you having do you have like a warehouse full of props or does everybody handle their own props or what does that look like? That's a good
1: question. So, the space actually when people before like we had a sign, people thought that it when they would walk past it's in a residential neighborhood, they thought it was even when it was a cowork space, they thought it was an apartment. Mm. It's a very minimal, um, gender neutral, really pretty
0: space. Very pretty. Very Thank by the know. way, y'all, it's campspaces. Is it.com.co co? What is it? Yeah. it? Campspaces.com. Yep. Yeah, check it out, y'all. It's really pretty.
1: Thank you. So m- the majority of the people who use the space like it as is because they don't have to do or bring anything. And if they're they can like it, let's say they're a blogger, a chef blogger, mm-hmm. they can get shots in the kitchen and then they can get shots in the living room and then they can go in the backyard. So there's so many different mm-hmm. um so no to answer your question, we don't have like this warehouse of stuff. However, we do have things that people can swap out and we swap out the furniture like quarterly just to kind of give it, you know, give it refresh. And then people can bring in whatever they want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well I think it's so, so smart. Hey guys, sorry to break in, but I've just got to tell you, we have an incredible event coming up in May. Yep. We're doing juicy live and in person, the 17th to the 19th in Seattle, Washington. We have a limited space. So we're expecting a sellout and you can grab your ticket right now at na.gcuc.co and we will see you there. Are you looking at franchising or licensing or what are you looking at? Are you looking at yourself?
1: You you all hear it first. This is my first time actually saying it. Okay, here we go. Big announcement. Camp Space is franchising. Um, we are in the middle phases of getting the FDD. If anybody knows what franchising looks like, it's the franchise disclosure document that. Of All course.
0: I know is it's like hundreds of hours of work and a lot of paperwork and binders.
1: It's insane. I'm looking at the binder <laughs> right now of the draft of mine, and um, when, when we when we talked about stretching and growing and doing things that I've never done before, this is one of them, mm-hmm. and I'm nervous as hell.
0: You know what? I think it's brilliant, though. A, congratulations. That is a huge thing for you to do. It's a big undertaking. And not, you know, I know that Felina from Harrah Hub looked at it and she went with licensing You know, Victor Mm. X is backed by a large company that's like franchising them. Office Evolution is, you know, owned by a white man. I'm so happy to see a young woman of color stepping up and franchising. That's freaking awesome. And it's, it's such a smart... Concept. Like, I love
1: it. Thank you. And so I went to, um, I was in San Diego last week for the uh, International Franchise Mm -hmm. Association convention. The first day of the conference was kind of a, was the day for emerging franchisees. So that wasn't Mm -hmm. for everyone. It was just a, a special day for us and a room of probably 400, 500 people, all new franchisees, franchisors. And I was the only black woman. Yeah. And, you know, I think. That's that's not the first time that's happened to me. Um, but it's been the first time with me owning the business.
0: And mm-hmm. owning the face
1: of it. So, you know, again, we talk about that scary feeling and that, whoa, what, what is happening that, well, that, you know, it's, it's something else.
0: <laughs> I also think like a lot of people don't realize that sometimes, you know, we are the only woman in the room or the only minority in the room or whatever. And they don't, they just don't realize it's still happening, but it's yeah. still happening. It's so just happen. like, people didn't realize what a problem racism was. They're like, Oh, it's, we're fine. Right. No, we're right. not. No, we're not. And right. so, um, it's just so, so important. And oh, I'm just so thrilled for you and so excited excited.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I might have to, I might be hitting you up like, girl, give me some pointers because I'm stressed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will tell you, I have been through a lot of like every single juicy, as you know, you've seen me at the height of stress is, it's like it's it's crazy that I sign up to do this because it is incredibly stressful, and yet I keep doing it over and over again because I know like that's what our industry needs right. is you need to connect. you need to be in person. you need to feed off each other. You need to meet people, you need to partner, blah, blah, blah. But the things I've learned are plugging into your community is so key, which I know that you do. And then it's the other thing that I see you're doing, which is not only taking care of your physical health, but also taking care of your mental health. If you haven't found meditation, find it. It's amazing. It will help you. It will ground you. It will help your brain. It will help you deal with stress. Yeah. And then the other thing, a couple of just really basic things I do that other people find super crazy. So I love to mention them is my phone has email on it for emergency situations, Mm -hmm. but I use it as a phone. I don't use it as an email tool. Mm -hmm. Email is only done on my laptop. Laptop. And then I don't work after 5 p.m. or on the weekends. I don't. And you know what? It all gets done. It all gets done. Yeah. You're setting, you're setting those boundaries yourself.
1: Like these, yeah. these things have to happen. I want, so one thing I did, one thing I'm doing now, I don't, I don't touch, so I, I don't have any alerts. I don't, get I don't any either. Alerts. Zero. I don't, no alert. Right. So that was okay. a big trying to tell my husband, like, take that off. Like it's too much.
0: Oh, it's so annoying. Oh, and I don't, my phone is not in my bedroom. Mm. I got that's next for me. <laughs> And the first thing I said this on my last podcast, the first thing you look at is your God. Mm. So is your God Wordle? Is yeah. your God Facebook? That's, that's Who's your, your God? God. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah,
1: it's um these convers these are the conversations that I know I'm gonna have to keep having, especially with people who have been doing not even the same thing, but mm-hmm. are are the first in their mm-hmm. industry. You know, mm-hmm. so no, yeah, I got I gotta I gotta think through that and be... And be really serious about it. Well, the fact
0: you're even talking about it means you're going to, you're going to carve out time for it and you're going to make it happen. You've already figured out, like, I need to work out first thing in the day. That's what's good for me, you know? And, you know, it ebbs and flows. There's sometimes I'm really good at it and there's sometimes I'm not really good at it. And, you know, it just keeps moving and evolving. I got this aura ring, which Mm -hmm. is just like, it's like, you know, it's like the, an Apple watch or a Fitbit, but it's a ring. Mm -hmm. And it has really helped me prioritize sleep. I thought I was the sleeping awesomeness. I wasn't, I was in bed for eight hours. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sleeping for eight hours. And it even shows you like your REM sleep, your light sleep, your deep sleep. Like it's amazing. So this has really helped me prioritize sleep, which has been really cool. Right. right. Um, Okay. Back to the questions. Um, Okay. So what did COVID teach you that you're going to continue to implement going forward? Personally, to
1: prioritize my health. Yeah. I worked out really seriously back in like 2012, 2013, but I only had one kid at that time. I know we now have three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, going out every day for a run while we were all cramped up in the house was was like how I stay sane. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing I learned right then and there that, oh, I need to sweat pretty much every day, every other day to feel normal, to just sweat, sweat the stress out. Um, And I think the second, let me think from a professional standpoint, oh, you always got to be able to, you know, some businesses were able to stay around. Some businesses, you know, outlasted the COVID. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. And some didn't. I believe the ones who did Assuming they weren't industry specific to COVID, they figured out how to make it work. And so COVID taught me you, you gotta you gotta think and be as creative as you know what and try everything out and like never take you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have a couple in the holster ready
0: yeah. for
1: for whatever happens. And and so that was and and thankfully I w- I do believe I was, but I do remember. And like April, second week in April, I'm like, oh, well, we may have to close. And that just kind of was what I think I was maybe sad about it for 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 a day or two. And then I was like, you know what? If this is what it's going to be, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing, right? Like life happens. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen out of our control. We don't control this. Yeah. And we have to understand and know that we have confidently done all we can. Mm -hmm. I've done all I can in whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then trust the process. Trust that the universe is going to make everything happen the way it's supposed to happen.
0: I love that. That Mm -hmm. is so, so, so true. Yeah, we don't control anything. And, you know, sometimes you do the very best you can and you still got to close. And that just means that, you know, there's something else you got to be doing. That's right, you know. So yeah, um we did lose, you know, a lot of co-working business in the pandemic. I think a lot of them were in trouble before the pandemic started and it just crushed them. And then a lot of people have have survived, but you know, we still have folks that are struggling, you know. Austin is like back and thriving but you know I was on a call with a space in Canada the other day and he was like tell me what it's like there because he just needed that hope because it's not like that up there right now because they really got shut down and shut down a lot yeah 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 so it's it's important to tell the stories like yours and like ours where it's like oh my gosh like the traffic's back the co-working's back like everything right. is back right back here. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to this year? It's so crazy. I just told
1: someone, yes, two days ago on my podcast that I think this is, this is the game changer year for me. And I, I am looking forward to seeing another space. Like I, I was never that hung up on having a bunch of spaces. I, I, very early on, I knew that I did not want to open these things on my own. Right. So I kind of said, you know what, that's not for me. And that's okay. Some people want these businesses all over. Some people don't. And if it was me opening them, it wouldn't have been me. But now that I see that franchise as an option and we were going along this process, I am looking forward to allow, you know, creating another really beautiful space that people can come to and see themselves and, and create the marketing that just helps their businesses grow. Like I'm really just excited to see that growth. I've never, I don't know if I've ever had a business That I've been able to scale, Mm. not because I haven't tried, that I've tried, like I've never actively done this. Yeah. I'm as stressful and as scary as it (laughs) is. I'm really just looking forward to seeing how this all pans out.
0: Okay. So I know some people that are listening are like, oh my gosh, I'm interested. So how, yeah. how should they get in touch with you to find out more about your franchise? I would love to
1: hear from everyone. You can go to campspaces.com. There's a button at the top that says franchise. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Camp Spaces. Everything's Camp Spaces. Um, and then I'm also on all the social media platforms. But on the website right now, if you go on it, you'll see the franchise button, just ask in some questions. And then once you fill out that form, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. When I say, we, it'll be me at this point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally understand. Totally. That's awesome. And, you know, just, I'm so proud of you. It's so cool what you've built. And I love that you've gone this route. And I'm super excited for the day that you're like, hey, I need to sponsor Juicy mm-hmm. um, because I'm mm-hmm. that day is coming too. Like it's just so full circle. You know, I remember okay. I called up Nick Clark when he sold um, Common Desk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm so proud of you. And he was like, I never would have done it without Juicy. Mm-hmm. And I was. Was just like, ah, right in the heart, stab me. Like that it- was
1: that, that juicy experience. I remember wanting to go, right. Cause mm-hmm. I was tapped in and I remember wanting to go, but really not being able to afford it. And so mm-hmm. I reached out and I said, listen, is there any way I can volunteer? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was, I think it was stormy that I was mm-hmm. connecting with. And she said, yes. And I went and I, you know, humbled myself and I volunteered the entire time. And it was just, just watching all these industry experts mm-hmm. and, Just it it was just like mind blowing to me. Like I said, to to listen to podcasts on it is something. To Mm -hmm. read an article, but to to go there, yeah, to go there and be immersed in all of these people who are just committed to community and work and beautiful spaces that make you want to do your best work. It was like, yo, this is crazy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because you know, Juicy came out of another event that happened in 2011. This month, this is our 10 years this month. And it was around South by and I went to this, it was a half day unconference. I didn't even know what an unconference was. And I showed up and it was all these people I've been following for Mm -hmm. years. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was totally fangirling like Jean-Yves and Karsten. And it was so cool. And then, you know, that really helped me and that's why when they called me and said do you want to take this over I'm like hell yeah I want to take it over because this needs to happen yeah you know and you know I want to do for others what was done for me got yeah
1: and and you're doing it and um, it's just dope and I'm also just I'm just happy to like still be connected you know like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it it, it means a lot. It really does.
0: Yeah. Well, we have been following you. You're actually on our list of 45 women to watch and co-working. Wow. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time. This has been such an awesome catch up and hopefully we'll be seeing you in Seattle soon at the next juicy that we're going to be announcing. I'm with it. I'm with it. I've never been there before. So that is 100% a
1: reason to to Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for your time. And y'all, we will catch you on the next Juicy Podcast. All right. See you later. Thanks. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Juicy Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and like. We'll be back soon with more Juicy Podcasts. In the meantime, be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter on gcuc.co. Have a great day. Ciao.